Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, the Rambam Seif and Mishnah Torah gives you all, all the psokim, all the dinim in the Gemara, but every so often he uses the Sefer as a polemic against the Karoim. Uh, Professor Chaim Soloveitchik uh, has an essay about this. He points out that in Hilcha Shabbos, the Ramam has Habakas Haneris before he even has the, the, the Malachas of Shabbos. He has Kiddush all the way to the end, but he has, he has Habakas Haneris earlier, he has Pikuach Nefesh Decha Shabbos earlier. It's out of place. So he says, the Karaites didn't believe in Habakas Haneris. They interpreted the Pasuk you're not allowed to leave any lights on. So Friday night they had warm food because they heated it up before Shabbos. Shabbos morning they always ate cold food. And uh, so the Rama makes a big fuss about Hadlokas Haneris. In fact, Tosus uh, has two opinions whether one recites a bracha when you do Hadlokas Haneris. Hadlokas Haneris, Mishum, Kvot Shabbos. There's kibud b'yoyneg, and the beer Ross says kibud means all the hachonis that you do in advance of Shabbos, and oyneg means the pleasure that you derive on Shabbos. So when you vacuum the rug and you put up the cholent and uh, you set the table, all of that is kvot Shabbos. So why is hadlokas on every single doubt that we only recite a bracha on hadlokas on every? We don't recite a bracha when we take a shower, when we vacuum the rug, and when we set the table. How come hadlokas on every is different? The Tosin says it's a passage, it says in the Yerushalmi, you say, Ad Lokas Haneris. The Chaim said, there ain't no such Yerushalmi. There isn't, there isn't such Yerushalmi. So they point out that Tosin, in a few places, uses a lotion, Yerushalmi, to mean something other than the Bavli. The first mention that you say, Abrochan Ad Lokas Haneris, is in the Chubas HaGoyim, because the Goyim were also fighting against Karaites. So a lot of the history books suggest that maybe the Goyim were the ones who instituted the Bracha on Halakas Haneris to demonstrate that not only do we hold that it's Mutter against the Karoim, but we hold that it's a mitzvah to be Mablik the Neris. And the same thing with Koch Nefesh. A lot of the Karaites didn't believe, can be, didn't believe that Koch Nefesh is the Cheshavah. So that's where the Rama makes a big fuss with that. Before he has all the Malachas, he writes Bikoch Nefesh Decha Shabbos before, before even writing what the rule is. That's the exception to the rule. The, there's a famous Balamor in the third parak of Masech Shabbos, which the Mogan Avron quotes, that one who doesn't need chamin b'Shabbos, one who eats cold food on Shabbos morning, Tzoch B'dika Achrov, you have to investigate, maybe he's from the Kata Karoim, because the Karoim says that the Lush of Arash, you're not allowed to leave any fires on, on Shabbos. He used to sit in the dark. He used to sit in the dark on Shabbos, not Lel Shabbos, and they ate cold food on Shabbos in the morning. Lel Shabbos, uh, the food was heated up before Shabbos, so it was warm. But Shabbos in the morning wasn't shy to be warm. So the Balamor is quoted in Shulchanach. Whoever does need chamin be Shabbos in the morning, Tzach B'dika Achrab, maybe he's from the Kata Karoim. I remember quite a few years ago, Rabbi Heshi Reichmitz Mechutten is a moil in Chicago. I forgot his name already. It's a prominent moil. Prero. So he was showing us a video. He has tainus against the other Moilim. He thinks they don't do the bris milah properly. Okay, that was the theme of the talk that he gave. So he was showing us uh, a video of a Moil performing a bris milah, and then the Moil was using a knife. So he said it would have been better if he would have used the scissors over here. And I said, so why do they talk to use a knife? 
So the, um, quite a few Gedolim pointed out that um, the kar- some of the Karaites, they don't, have, they don't all have the same shtick. Some of the Karaim quoted a Pasuk in Sefer Yeshua. The 40 years that Bnei Yisrael were in the Midbar, so the Moshe Abena praises Shevet Levi as Brischa and Sorah. They, they observed Brismila all the 40 years, but the rest of the Shvatim did not observe Brismila because the weather conditions were such that there was a slight chashash of the Sakonis Nefoshes. So, but they had an Orthodox rabbi there, Moshe Abenu. So Moshe Abenu, the Chassam Seifer, yes, Moshe Abenu allows the Shevet Levi to perform Brismila and he lets the other Shvatim not perform Brismila. Why didn't he tell them that the Someone's doing right, someone's doing wrong. So why doesn't he tell the other Shvatim they should all do bris milah? They should tell Shevet Levi they're also not allowed to do bris milah. So some Sefer has a complicated answer. But others say that Teretz is, that's Talachim. Whenever there's a Sefer, Rabbi Chaim Oizer writes this in his Chulis and Achiyazer, he quotes classical poskim for him. Whenever there's a far-fetched chashash, Sefer, Sakar, nowhere near 50-50, so then it depends on the patient, whether the patient is nervous, or not. If the patient is not nervous, then it's not a call the suffix sakana. But if it's, uh, the patient is nervous, then for him it's called the suffix sakana. So Shevet Levi were not nervous. They had more bitoch and all the other shvatim were nervous. So they're both doing, they're both doing kiddin. So the, uh, so the Pasuk says when they crossed over the yard in the days of Yeshua Benun, so HaKadosh Baruch instructed Yeshua Benun, Kach Lechoch Arvos Tzurim, Shumol is Bnei Yisrael Shainis. There was a national brismila Mitzrayim before Karben Pesach, because an oral is not like Karben Pesach. And then the next time that everybody did a brismila was when they crossed over the Yardin. Uh, and so the Pesach used an expression, Kach Lechoch Arvos Tzurim. So the Karaites and Derpen Ipshad, two knives that cut one against the other, that's the scissors. So they made up a new din that you only ate a bris meal if you use a scissors. So that's why the Rambam writes, the Rambam quotes a Gemara and Chulin that you can, do, you can use any sharp uh, instrument that cuts either a scissors or a knife or a, a blade of grass or a, cut, a sharp piece of glass, metal, anything that cuts. Then he says, Yisrael, to use a knife. What do you mean, Kwanogu call Yisrael? as opposed to the Yishmaelim, who, who's reading the Mishnah Torah. Only Jewish people are reading Mishnah Torah. Kalisan means the Orthodox Jews, the Rabbinic Jews, who follow the Torah Shabbat Peh, are not makbid like the Karaites to use dafke uh, scissors. So bidafke, we ban dafke not to use the scissors to demonstrate that we follow Torah Shabbat Peh. We don't follow their interpretations of the Pesukim. The Ramah has such a lotion also by Kiddushin. The Ramah says Kiddushin, uh, the Mishnah says there are three ways to do Kiddushin. So the Rambam says two of them are Torah Shebichsav, and Kiddushin Kesav is only Torah Shebalpeh. Then he says, The meaning by the Jews is as opposed to whom? Who, who, the whole Mishnah Torah is for the Jews. All the Dinah Mishnah Torah for the Jews. What Yisrael means as opposed to the Karaites, there were different Karaim, there are different groups of Karaites. So some of them... In Europe and Asia and Africa, each group had different shtick. So one of the things that they all had in common was that none of them have Kiddusha Kesev, because Kiddusha Kesev is only learned that through Torah Shabbat Peh. So the Raman writes, Kodesh, the rabbinic Jews who follow the Torah Shabbat Peh, choose Badavkit to them to be Mekadosh and Isha with Kesev. We don't even use Shev Kesev, we use Shavu Kesev. So Shavu Kesev is a Torah Shabbat Peh on top of Torah Shabbat Peh. 
those who learn Kiddushan on the base of Meralach, on the first Dav, so there's a big Taisa, so how do you know the Shavu Kesev is Kikesev, and a big Rambar and Rajbo, big discussion, how do you know Shavu Kesev is Kikesev? So it's Torah Shabbat Peh on top of Torah Shabbat Peh. So we want to demonstrate that we don't belong to the Kata Karoim, we belong to the rabbinic Jews who follow the Torah Shabbat Peh. There's also a Ramam, there are many Ramams like that. There's a Ramam Hilcha Shchita. So there's a Dina Ben Pekua. We all know the Dina Ben Pekua. So the Ramam says, Muta Lishchad is Hama Uberis Uberyerachimoy. What do you mean, Muta Lishchad is Of course, Muta. What was the Shaila in the first place? There's no discussion whether Muta. The answer is because the Karaim said that it's an Isa Osevi Azbanai. He's not allowed to shech the Behemun Uberis. So the Ramam says, First of all, you should know the Karoim are wrong. Muta The Gemara never discusses the Havamina that it should be us. So the Ram is putting in a dig and attack against the Karoim. It's interesting. The Rambam Sefer every so often has a polemic against the, the Karoim. And we subscribe to the Torah Shabbat. Where did the Rambam get this idea from that Kiddushi Kesem is only Torah Shabbat? So the Kesem Mishnah points out he got it from the Gemara. The Gemara says that in rare instances we apply a rule of Kinu Abana Kedusha So Gemara is bothered with the question Teinach the Kaddish Bekaspa if a man is Mekaddish and he should be Kesev then we can understand why you have the right to say of Kinu Abana Kedusha But if you made the other form of Kedushin how do they have the right? What's the question? Because the Gemara says Yeshkach B'Achachamim the Chacham have the right to make Zeris the Rabbanon. That's based on the Pasuk, the concluding Pasuk in Parsha Sachri Mos, I think, Shmatem is Mishmati. The Gemara Yivam is Dav Chafal, says, Shmatem is Mishmati, Asu Mishmeris la Mishmati. And that Pasuk is the basis of the first Mishnah Piriyavis, where the Mishnah quotes the three mottos of Nanshek Nesak, Dalaimam, Shlosh, and Varm, Asais Yog So the authority of the Besant to make Yog is based on that pasuk Kishmatem is Mishmati. So not only did the Chacham have the right to prohibit the uh, chicken and the wheat paskin, there's a Machlekes Atanah, but the cooking chicken and the milk is an Isa, the rice and Isa, the Rabbanon, we assume it's only Xerah the Rabbanon. So not only do they have the right to make Xerah the Rabbanon, they have a right to prohibit the carrying. And a Carmelist, not to write with your left hand on Shabbos, a million and one Xerahs the Rabbanon. They have a right even to make a Xerah the Rabbana, Bakiras They say because the concern, Xerah the Rabbi, Shem Be'averen, and Al-Ams, Bishus Rabbi, so they prohibit blowing Shoifar and Roshan Shachol Yisbeshavit. That's called Yeshkach Be'achachamim, not only to make a Xerah, Bakiras So the Babali has a Machlaikis in Yevomis, and Peiches, Peites, a long Sugya, goes on for three blot Gemara. You say Yeshkach Be'achacham, even Lakadav Benatar B'Kum Be'asei, or only B'Shei Be'altasa. So the Gemara, the Babli, the Maskan of the Babli is Enkach Lakadav B'Kum Be'asei. Only Yeshkach Lakadav B'Shei Be'altasa. They can, they have the right to prohibit you from blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah Shachol Yisav. They have the right to prohibit you from shaking a lulav in the first day sukkahs and the tilos a lulav is their eyes. They have the right to prohibit you from fulfilling the mitzvah their eyes. But they don't have the right to be oikah dovman atayra bikum liyaseh. So that's what the Gemara is asking. How can they make afkinu abani kedusha minei? They allow an eshesish to be married. But I told the woman is an eshesish. So the Gemara says teinach the kodesh bekaspa that we understand why yeshkoach laka. Why? So the Kesem Mishnah explains the Ramam understood that Gemara like Rabbi Shmuel Rashi teinach the kodesh bekaspa kedusha kesef is only Torah Shabbat. 
And the Gemara says, Enker b'yachacham lakadover min ha-Torah. What do those two words mean, dover min ha-Torah? means if it's Torah shebechsav, but it's only Torah shebalpeh, the Ramaman understood the Gemara, yesh karach lakar, afilu b'kum b'yaseh. But in the other two, the other two forms of Kedushan, that's already Torah shebechsav. So it's eikach lakar b'kum b'yaseh. So that was the Gemara's kasha. The Mokar of the Rambam, Ram doesn't write Yeroyali, that Kedush HaKesav is only Torah shebalpeh, he writes it as if he's quoting from the Gemara. So the Kesem Mishnah says, that's the Gemara that he got. So the Ramah holds a Chiddush, that Ein Koach B'yar Chacham Lakadov Men HaTorah B'Kom Yasei is only Dov Men HaTorah if it's Torah Shebechsav, if it's Torah Shebalpeh, is Yesh Koach Lakra Afilu B'Kom Yasei. That's the Kesem Mishnah says, that that was the mocker of the Rambam. The Rambam in the Hagdama to the Pirish HaMishnayis explains that the Mishnayis contains all of Torah Shabbat and he divides all of Torah Shabbat into five categories. So he says, one category is Halacha Moshe Misina. The Redeenim, that there's no way to read it in between the lines and the Chumash, that the Tefillin have to be square, Meruboim, and the Tefillin have to be Shachar. There's no way to figure this out from reading the Pesukim in between the lines. It's purely Halacha Moshe Misina. Then you have all the Yud Gimel, all the Dinim that are Torah Shabbat Peh, reading in between lines. How come the Pesach switches from Zohar to Nekeva, from Yochit to Rabbim, Klal, Prat, Klal, all the Midrash alternate Rashi's And then you have Pirushim HaMagubodim, Lamashim Misinim, you have certain expressions, every language has certain expressions, like Priyat Sadar. So if you look in a dictionary, you put together all the three words, Priyat Sadar, you look in a dictionary, it's not going to add up to Esrog. It's a tradition that that's what it means over there. Let's say Ayin Tachasayin. You look in a dictionary, Ayin Tachasayin, every word separately doesn't add up together to me, Mammon. It's a Pirushim Amakopalim Amashim Mesina, that that's what it means. The Ramam says, Beisdinu Shalmoshu Abdeinu, they never did Ayin Tachasayin literally. It was always understood. Every, in every language you have expressions that if you put all the words together from the expression, it doesn't add up to this meaning, but that's what, in that language, that's what that means. So the Ramam says these are three different areas in Torah Shabbat Peh. Then the Ramam has another two areas in Torah Shabbat Peh. The Gzeres de Rabbanon and, and the Mitzvahs with the Rabbanon. Mitzvahs Sesim with the Rabbanon and Mitzvahs Leisesim with the Rabbanon. It's interesting. The Ramam seems to say, came out explicitly, that all the Din of the Rabbanon blend in to become part of the Torah Shabbat Peh in our Torah. So Lechik always used to say it like that, but he never quoted this Ramam and the Akdama to the Pirish Hamzah. That's what it sounds like. Absolvechik used to say, when you learn the dinam, the Choyvus HaGarva, the obligation to observe all the dinam the Rabbanon is only with the Rabbanon. That's why you say, Sveka the Rabbanon HaKula. But the Chepzah Shal it is Menatera. So if you learn the dinam the Rabbanon, that would constitute a mitzvah of Talmud Torah on the level of their Eisen. It is a Chepzah Shal Torah. Moshe Lema let's say, Beishama is opinion. The Gemara says, Beishama ben Bakam Mishnah. We don't even consider it a suffix. You wouldn't say, Kedai Rab Beishama lis machala b'shasatchak. You wouldn't consider machloik with Paschal like Beishama. You wouldn't say, B'shasatchak yikimi la'ayam Beishama. And adin the Rabbon. You wouldn't say, Sofik orla b'chutzlor. It's because the Gemara Brachas Daflam Edvav says, Beishamai would be mekel and certain dinim and orla. We don't rely on Beishamai at all. We don't pass like Beishamai at all. But still the Gemara says, When you spend time learning Beishamai's opinion, there's a mitzvah, Talmud Torah, even though Halach Lamaise is absolutely not observed. You don't, you don't follow Beishamai at all. 
So Rab Soloveitchik thought that the same is true regarding Dinam de Rabbana. Dinam de Rabbana, the Chaybis Agava, to observe it is only with the Rabbana. But if you learn, if, if you learn the Dinam de Rabbana, it's Talmud Torah on the level of the rice, it's a Chefts of Torah. He thought it should be a Kalvachimer from Beisham Ashita, that there's no Chaybis Agava at all. You're not allowed to follow Beisham Ashita. It's not even called the Sophic Holdahu. But, uh, but we say one of studies Beisham Ashita is in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The Ramam in the Hagdama to the Pirish Hamishnai is there in the same place as a major dispute with the Geonim. What is the idea of the Yugam and Bidashatur and the Dreshesmam? So the, there is a, a comment that appears in many different Midrashim. Abchaim Baloshan in his Seif and Abshachaim quotes a lot of Marmakaimis on this from various Midrashim. The expression says, so it sounds like every single din in the Mishnah Bruria was given to Moshe Abdeinu. So the question is, so how come there's a Machlekes on every page in Shas? I mean, they forgot. They forgot. They forgot every single din. How can it be? They forgot everything. So the Ramah said, that's a Shanda, that's an embarrassment for the Jewish, but they forgot every single page in Shas that's Machlekes. How can it be? Everything they forgot. And then you have Yud Gimel What do you need Yud Gimel Midashatar? And the They had a tradition for Moshe Abbein every single day. And so the Gainim were of the opinion that every Machlaikas is, is based on Shikha. They simply forgot. And it's an embarrassment to the Jewish people to figure out everything. And the Yud Gimel is just a way to check whether your tradition is accurate or not. If it fits in with the Klala Prata Klal and the Abushai Baklav, Yatsamara Klal, all the Yud Gimel leaders, and there are more than Yud Gimel leaders, so that's a way to check that your tradition is accurate. So the Ramam said that's ridiculous. The Ramam holds, doesn't mean litten, that doesn't mean to be taken literally. Every single din was, every Ktsais and every, every Pischechuva, every Dark Ketshuva was told to Moshe Abbeinu. It means the text of the Chumash was dictated to Moshe Abbeinu word for word, letter for letter. And the Midrash Atarnit Reshetz when we given to Moshe Abbeinu. And then over the generations, and every generation, the Chacham came up, generation after generation, there were Darshan, Midrash Atarnit Reshetz but it's not that uh, everything was given to Moshe Abena and, and every Maklaik is based on forgetfulness. So it's generally assumed, like the Rambam, I was very stunned to see Rabbina Hirsch, Samson Eiffel Hirsch, attacks Gratz. Gratz wrote a book on Jewish history. So he studied in Rabbi Hirsch's uh, Real Shula. He learned in his yeshiva when he was a child, but then he gave up, uh, gave up the whole observance. And he, and he writes, Apikursus, that the Hillel invented all of Torah Shabbat. The whole thing was invented. So Rabbi Hirsch attacks Gratz at length in his writing. So he says, not true. Every single din was told to Moshe and he goes back to the Shita Sagoina. That's not the generally accepted opinion. In the yeshivas, nobody holds like that. Nobody holds like that, like the Goyna. Everybody holds like the Rambam. In fact, the Chidor wrote many swarms. The Chidor was a... Svartish Yagodlo lived in the 1700s. And he wrote many swarm. Over 70 or over 80 swarm. He wrote a lot of swarm. Every safe is different. Every safe is totally different. He wrote a few encyclopedias. Avalocha, Avagoda, Kabbalah, all kinds of encyclopedias. That's when these Jews started writing encyclopedias in the 1700s. So in his commentary on Megillah's Rus, he quotes 
there's a machlekes of Rishonim about Rus Moabia. The din is Moabia below Moabia. So there's a machlekes of Rishonim. Was this a halacha l'moshim Sinai, and was this a din that they darshan in that generation? So that's a debate in the Rishonim. So then he quotes a machlekes Achrayim on the assumption that it's a din that to a machadish in that generation. What's the din if a bezin today in a later generation is machadish a new din based on nidah shatar and nidreshes behem? Let's say if the bezin will decide to prohibit gvina sakum. For many generations, gvina sakum was muta. Bezin will decide to prohibit. So if they ask a gvina sakum today, what about the cheese that the rocher made yesterday? Is that also enough? So there's a Russia in the first parik in Chulin, but the Russia that's a double pashit. When they make it in the right bones, only chamikano haba. Whatever gvina sakum was manufactured by the nochem before is muta, unless the ingredients are trained. But if the ingredients are cut, you're just worried about exerit the rabbanon. It's not chal retroactively. It's only chamikan labo. So the chido has machlekes. What about a din deraisa that the chachamim were mechadish in a later generation? Is that din deraisa only noig mikan labo? Or they say no. Now we we discovered it. They didn't invent the din. It's a din deraisa. They didn't invent the din. They discovered this was always a din. Says the Glory Muslim heard this was always a din. In the days of Moshe Rabbeinu, from Ayman Asina. So many Achreinim hold that din is only chal mikan al It's not chal mafreya. In fact, among those who says explicitly like that is the Chazanish. They quote the Chazanish. They once asked them, Rashi in his commentary on Kohelis quotes many, many midrashim, and every pasuk quotes midrashim. So the pasuk says, "En kochadish tachas Hashem." So we usually say in English, "Nothing new under the sun." So Rashi quotes from the Medrash that that's not the interpretation. Tachas Hashem is Ashur, tachas Ashur. Not a shore under a shore, a shore instead of a shore. So, Enko Chadash Tachas Hashem, the Shemesh is the Torah. Torah gives illumination. We say, that Oilam Azah is Daimal Alayla. The Gemara in Bab Metziah has a comment on the passing of Baruch and Amshi Tosh's Choshat Lihi Layla. So, Oilam Azah is Daimal Alayla. Oilam Azah is like nighttime. And the Silas Hashem explains in his Hagdome, a lot of times at night you can make two kinds of mistakes. You see a lamppost and you think it's a person. You see a person and you think it's a lamppost. So you make mistakes, le malyusa and le griyusa. A lot of people make mistakes. They think something is an avera, they think is the biggest mitzvah. Something is a mitzvah, they say that's an avera. Zionism. Some hold it from all the 630, that's the biggest avera of all. Yamat's mood, you have to observe avelis. You have to say kinnis and other people are saying hello. So someone is right, someone is a mamishman, a kotza, a kotza. A lot of times you don't know what's a mitzvah, what's an avera. People tell Lashon Har, but it's a mitzvah to tell about him. It's a mitzvah to say Lashon who, who, who made it into a mitzvah? Usually it's probably an avera. There are rare cases where the Chavot Chaim writes that it's a mitzvah to tell Lashon Har, but usually the Lashon Har is an avera. But people make mistakes in Lashon So the so Rashi writes from the Medrash, Enka Chodesh, in the world of the rest of things in the world outside of learning, Tachas Hashemesh, instead of outside of learning, nothing, there's nothing do. But in learning, there are always Chidusha Torah. So the Yesna Chazanish, how can it be? In learning, let's say Yeshiva's learning Gitten. Everybody used the same Gemara Gitten that your great grandfathers used uh, 150 years ago, and you were with the Marsha on the back, with the Russian in the back. With the Rashash, everything is the same. Well, everything is always the same. In chemistry and physics, biology, every year they have to print a new textbook because they discovered something new and they have to reorganize all the information. 
because we always misunderstood it. What's the Ikan, what's the Tafel? And all the, and all the other sciences and all the other subjects have to print a new a new textbook every year and learning. So everything is always the same. I just say in Kochadish Tachas Hashem is the Mochidush. You have uh, you have uh, airplanes and you have uh, email and you have uh, so many gadgets that they never had before. And learning learning is always the same. So the Chazanish explained no in chemistry, physics, biology. The Rebbeinu created the world in Sheshes Meibreshes. Nothing changed since Sheshes Meibreshes. People learned more what the secrets of the Bria are. So now we can make airplane. If Adam would have known, he could have made the airplane also. He just didn't know all the information. But in learning, when you come up with a new din, then din is only knowing. That's what the Chazanish said. That's what the Machlekes Achreinim, that the Chidor quoted in the Sefer Amrus, about Mayavi below Mayavir. That was a big machlekes achrayim. Some hold that uh, just like Gvina Sakum, the Rosh said this was only chamikana labod. The rabbis invented a din of Gvina Sakum. So here also the rabbis invented a din deraisa based on the midrash and the rosh. But it's only mikana labod, not that it's chalam achrayim. The Rambam in the Hakdamah to the Pirish Hamshnais gives the five categories in Torah Shabbal Peh. So he, he points out halachas l'moshim misina are very few. A lot of dinim are poshet svaris, so you don't need any. Uh, if you use the common sense, it's based on the Pesukim Mechumish. And then, and then you have. And then you have the, uh, the drushes of the Torah Shabbat Peh. So the Ramah writes about halacha Moshim, there are very few, there aren't so many. And he says, he's going to give you the full list. He gives you a whole list of halachas Moshim, he's, maybe he left out one or two, he says, but he said, basically, there aren't so many. So on the bottom of the page, if you have a Gemara Brachas, in the back of Gemara Brachas, they have the Ramah Sakdama to the Pirish Hamshnai. So on the bottom of the page, they print, Look in the Chavis Yor. The Chavis Yor says the Ramam left out two-thirds of the Halachas L'Moshim Yisina. What do you mean he left out one or two? He left out tons of Halachas L'Moshim Yisina. So the Nitziv has a Hakdamah to all of Torah Shabal Peh. That's what he wrote, Kid Masa Emek. He wrote, when he was a teenager, he wrote a commentary on, on, this, on the Shiltis. It's interesting that he, his friend, who later became his brother-in-law, the author of the Archan Shulchan, married the sister of the Nitziv. Her maiden name is Berlin. So he also wrote a commentary on the Shiltis, but his was never printed. The Nitziv printed his. So the Nitziv, um, the Nitziv says, if you look carefully in the Rambam, all of the halachas, that the Rambam didn't list, that the, that the Chavisio was complaining about, the Gemara never calls them halachas l'moshim. The Gemara calls it Gemara Gemiri Law, Hilchas Gemiri Law. So whereas Rashi, Tosis, and the Rosh understood that Gemara Gemiri Law means halachas l'moshim Sinai, the Ramam will always be careful whenever the Gemara said that expression. The Ramam will write Mipi Hashmu Alomdu. So then it seems thinks that what that means is there was a tradition from earlier generations that it was established they darshaned it from Sukim 
And the psukim, the drasha was forgotten, but they remembered what the psak was, what the halacha was. So that's why the Ramam left out two thirds of what the Chavis Yor thought. Well, halacha l'moshim see. He thought that they're not halacha l'moshim see. But the Gemara says halacha l'moshim see that the Ramam calls it like that. But the Gemara says Gemara Gemirilah. The Ramam thought that it means bipiyosh molam. The din was established, but it's not halacha l'moshim see. Then there's a. Um, I'll close with this. The Ramban in the Sefer Mitzvahs takes issue with the Ramam. He says the Rambam is of the opinion that every Sophic halacha l'moshim misina is l'kula. The Mishnah says in the end of the first parak in Kiddushin that the agricultural mitzvahs only apply in Eretz Yisrael. A mitzvah leaves Baritz. Chavis Kark only applies in Eretz Yisrael. With a few exceptions to the rule. So one of them is Chadosh. That's a machlekes. What is the Raisa, the Rabban? And one of them is Orlo. So the Mishnah says, Orlo applies to Chutzlah mehalocha. So the word halocha is questionable. What does it mean? Umar has one opinion means halacha Moshe Misinai. And one opinion is Mehilchas Medina, it's only Midirabon. So the Gemari asked Akashi, if you hold, most assume in Shulchanach that uh, it's halacha Moshe Misinai, Orla Bechutzlah. So the Gemari asked, then it's a din deraisis. How can we say Sophic Orla Bechutzlah? It's Lo'akal should be a Sophic deraisis. So the Gemari says, Kach Nemra Alocha. That's part of the Alocha that you go Lukula. So the Ramban says that the Gemara only meant Sophic Orla Bechutzlah is Lukula. Not that every single Sophic Allah Mashimusina is Lakula. And he attacks the Rambam that the Rambam understood that every single Sophic Allah Mashimusina is Lakula. Where he never tells you where is the Rambam that he's attacking. Maybe it doesn't exist. He never tells you. So there's a sefer that was also written in the seventeen hundreds when they were writing encyclopedias. One of the members of the Al Ghazi family, Marit Al Ghazi. So one of them it's not by him, it's someone else from the family. So he wrote, he put out the sefer Ara de Rabona. It has footnotes on the bottom of the page that's called Afra de Ara. Interesting title. So in the Ara de Rabona, he has alphabetically arranged every din in the Gemara that there's an issue. Whether it's the rice of the Rabona, like Aleph, Asmachta, Lokanya. So he quotes the Makhlaik, so whether it's a din de rice, a din de Rabona. Uh, let's say base, Brocha, Brocha of Atol, whether it's Brocha of Atol, the rice of the Rabona. So he quotes the Makhlaik. So. On Sophic Allah Moshe he tells you where the Rambam is. That the Rambam, the Rambam in Hilchus Mikvos. It's a novel that the Rambam t- didn't tell you where the Rambam is. So it's interesting. A Sophic in a Dinda Raisa, based on Yud Yom the Rambam must say you go to Chumr. But a Sophic Allah Moshe Messina, you go to Kudus. So you have to know every Din. Is it based on Allah Moshe Messina? Or is it based on Midashatar and Adrashis? There's a lot. There's a lot to know. Background about Torah Shabbatim. So I have a lot in my sefer, but there's more. There's more. If you look through all the footnotes, it's going to be much more. This is part of what the sefer is all about. Okay. The Rosh uh, uh, has to. Uh, he's going to a uh, to a simcha in a bit. I just want to ask uh, one question. Uh, I guess for myself. I don't know why anyone else wants to ask me any questions, I'm not sure why. But uh, I just want to ask already one question about this topic, and then uh, I guess we'll uh, move on. In Rebbe Shirem, Malacha Shirem, you know, very often Rebbe talks, Rebbe interweaves discussions of Torah Shabbat Halacha, you know, Halacha process. Is that something that Rebbe does because he feels it's interesting? Does Rebbe feel that it's important that in this generation people have a particular understanding because many Rosh Hashiva, many 
you know, Magidishirim don't speak on this topic and are not familiar. Why is it that Rebbe feels that it's such an important idea in this generation? Why is it such an important topic for us to discuss? My impression is that it's very important, very fundamental. A lot of the Rabbanim can't pass Mishad because they don't know the ABC of what Torah Shabbat does. They don't have to say a pilpul over here and a pilpul over there. But you have to have a bigger picture. Would it, I think it's very important. Would it solve a lot of uh, problems with people's relationship to Halach and Shmir HaMitzvah if they had a better uh, understanding of the process? I think it would. I think it would. This book was uh, years ago before the yeshiva started the Kirill Yom Rishon and the Midrash at Yom Rishon. It's a group of rabbim and yeshiva organized shiurim for women on Sunday mornings and uh, every term week. Every term we gave lectures on different topics. So this was one term. I gave a series of lectures on the development of the Torah Shemalpeh. So they made the tapes available to the public, and people were wondering, how come, how come for the new audience, how come only women ask questions? How come no men ask any questions? The answer is there were no men in the room. The lectures were only for women. If there would have been men, they would have asked also. I said, you couldn't tell that the lectures were for women, because whenever I said the name, the Nitziv, so I would say, who did Nitziv was in Shagasari? I would say, when he lived, who he was? I said, obviously, it was for women. The men would know. They said, no, they didn't know. They didn't know who the Nitziv was. They didn't know when Shagasari lived. But uh, it, was a, it was a series of lectures for women. I think it's very important. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Yeah, I apologize. I missed the wedding last week. One of the boys in my shia got married on Thursday night, so I went to a wedding. So I missed another wedding. So I'm supposed to go to a Shevet Brachas tonight that's supposed to start at 6.30. So I apologize I'm leaving. Okay, we should all have simchas. Okay.